Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hello and welcome to a road edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast. I just walked into the lower bowl of uh, Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Warriors, every game seems to be on the road this season. 5-1 and one on the road, 6-2 and two overall. Closing well this season, uh, which is the big difference from last season. Marcus, uh, I don't know, first thing for uh, your first takeaway from the game? Uh, that was a little closer than I expected. Uh, I'm still like amazed that even though they didn't win a championship and you know finished what you know where I guess we're knocked out of the second round, they still are the team that gets everybody's hottest game. <laughs> it's funny. I, I'm sure that's the Steph Curry effect and the fact that they're the Warriors and they come into the house. But I don't know. I felt like that game was going to be a blowout, and they figured out a way to make it close. Uh, which is interesting, but I do agree. Big difference is they're winning those games now instead of falling apart and then losing them. So that's something, but, man, Killian Hayes can't shoot like that. That's crazy. Isaiah Stewart was really, you know, shooting it early in the game. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't think they played particularly well. I think their starting lineup uh, is in a rough place right now. Uh, I think they entered the night – like minus 11, something like that. They had a uh, 130 defensive rating to start the first half and to start the second half. They kind of dug a hole. So um, I don't know. I mean, to me, that's kind of a Wiggins thing right now, right? And even Looney a little bit, but mostly Wiggins, who only played, I think, 22 minutes tonight. Uh, and doesn't, he just kind of seems like he's in a fog. Yeah, it's weird to see Wiggins like this. And interestingly enough, he's, like, he's being a little aggressive. He's going for it, right? He's uh, I, I don't like the selection. I don't like the decision. But it's not like remember the passive Wiggins who kind of never like would go would take the shot. They used to try to like get him to go. They weren't that out of him. So he's not doing that. He's like going for it. It's just not working. He's not making good decisions. His shot is off. Like he's just weird doing weird stuff. Like he had got the ball in the post. Was in good position, gave a little pump fake, and lose the ball out of bounds. Like he's making a lot of those like weird mistakes. His handle's really loose right now. Yeah, I I think it might be conditioning. Like he he went to the free throw line, and you could tell Wiggins. Uh, he puts his hands on his hips in a way when he's tired. But man, he went to the free throw line. He looked like he was sucking wind in a way you just don't see Wiggins kind of panting like that. So I'm like, he, he he must still just don't have his legs under him. It, it's just weird, but no question about it. When he's going like that, especially if a clay shot isn't falling, they just don't have enough offense 
to do anything. And of course, if everybody's making everything against him, it definitely has a little bit of pressure without him being that guy. Yeah, and you know, Draymond's like getting there. I don't. How do you think Draymond looks right now? I think he he looks better offensively than he's looked in a while. Shooting uh, it, he's yeah, shooting it. He's shooting it. He's uh, he has a couple finishes a game that uh, it's not. I don't want to say it's old Draymond because he was like so much faster then. Like if you watch the old tapes, like he was he was just quick, but he's finishing very craftily. Like even the. Uh, I think it might have been the OKC game where he gets they land on him. And he still flips it in for a three point play. Tonight he did some kind of move. I don't know if it was a Euro step, maybe maybe it was like a German step or something. I don't know. It just looked a little slow and awkward, but it but he got a bucket out of it. It was just weird to me. It looks like this is a Draymond who can just somehow figure out a way to get you double digits. So to me, in that sense, he's been good. He's been better than Looney defensively. Uh, I think he's playing fine. Uh, the three pointer he took tonight was a little bit, you know, it's the three pointer you take when you're feeling good from three. I don't know if that's the best shot for him, but yeah, I think he's been fine. I just don't think he's the offensive creator, and that's a little bit different. Wiggins is a creator; he can go get a shot. Draymond doesn't really create shots, so that's why not having Wiggins be Wiggins is problematic and the other problem is they don't really have another one like it's chris paul that's the other guy it's not it's not kaminga kaminga's having a hard time too he is uh he's just kind of like dribbling into traffic he likes his little like fadeaway right now which he's getting fouled on they got fouled on a few yeah he definitely gets to the line which Um, is good but it's like you know he's forcing action um but you know they kind of do need him to be a, a supplementary score i mean let you know He's he especially if Wiggins is not going to be. They need a wing who can score. Uh, Chris Paul has not been shooting at all. Right, he was five percent from three and like thirty percent overall coming into the game. He did shoot it tonight. I think he went six and nine, but he hit six jumpers, four mid rangers, two threes, uh, and I just I thought it was interesting how they you know they closed the game with the with the Chris Steph uh, you know smaller lineup, which they're kind of avoiding most of the game, uh, but you know. It was interesting. So they had, I think it was also our Thompson on Steph. Killian Hayes was kind of in the mix too. Isaiah Stewart was guarding Draymond. And it just, uh, you know, jumbled up the matchup. So Detroit had Marcus Sasser on Chris Paul. Uh, and, you know, rookie on Chris Paul. And I just thought it was interesting. With It was about 130 left. Two straight possessions. They posted up Chris Paul against a rookie. And he, uh, like, he first of all, on his first jumper, he stood with the ball for 10 straight seconds. Uh, and then hit a jumper. And then the next time down, Sasser is getting over-aggressive because he just got scored on and fouls Chris Paul. Chris Paul makes both free throws, and it's basically ball game when, when Chris scores those four. So um, it's just, to me, it's just interesting to see the Warriors operate this way where it's it's an 11 turnover night. It's slow down the stretch. It's very Chris Paul-like, and this is the stuff that's making Steve Kerr happy, right? I mean, he keeps he mentioned a post-game tonight. He keeps mentioning it, but 62 assists and six turnovers on the season. 29 assists and zero turnovers in the last four games. He just set a Warriors record for he has 31 assists since his last turnover. Um, not, you know, again, tonight was the first time he really shot it well, but jeez, I mean, I don't know. This is going about as, not only about as well as it could have, but like you really feel his imprint down the stretch tonight, like on the style of play. Yeah, I, I thought it was telling that Steph, who kind of lost his rhythm, he was, he was scorching hot before his first substitution. 
but he kind of lost his rhythm, wasn't hitting shots. But he's clearly still like the best option. He did hit that corner three, that crazy corner three. But yet, it was a swing, swing down to Chris Paul in the post. <laughs> it was like, yo, uh, that's wild. Uh, it, that was that, that's pretty telling how comfortable because that person, it almost has to be Draymond. Generally speaking, Loon has earned that that right. But whoever gets that ball in the post at the end of the game, because you know they're about to run some actions off of it, or in this case, they just kind of stood and let Chris Paul go to work on a on another six one guard. But the fact that that was the play and Steph wasn't really involved in the action just lets you know how comfortable they are with him making decisions. Uh, it, it, it's I don't know if I'm going that route. I think I'm going the Steph route, but it, it worked. He got a 6-1 guard on him. I think he finally felt comfortable with that match. I mean, he he hits the mid-ranger, he forces the foul on the bonus, and then Steph closes it when they actually go for a guard-to-guard screen. And, you know, the Pistons just kind of get lost in the action. Steph gets that little, like, teardrop that kind of hung on the rim. I mean, it's still mostly Steph. What he finished with 34 tonight? Um, but, I, you know, I just... We've talked about it, but they just—I just feel like Steve Kerr feels comfortable in a Chris Paul style game late. It's you know? what they wanted, right? Like yeah. it's what they mm-hmm. didn't have. It, the ball's gonna be secure. You, like you know, it's not gonna be a mistake. You're gonna get a good shot, which was which was one of the wild things about tonight. I'm not sure what they finished at, but I know at one point they they were down by four, and they had 20 more shots than. Detroit, which is just just an absolutely insane stat <laughs> to, to take 20 more shots and, and be losing. But you figure in the end, like that wins out. So they finished with 17 more shots, and they win by 11. It's a little bit closer, but, I mean, their philosophy is if you get the shots up, I mean, you got a good chance where before they kind of were getting shots up. And it also felt like, first off, Steph is sitting forever uh, and, you know, that's clearly by design, but I do like Steve saying, Hey man, y'all need to figure this out. Like I'm not about to do the whole play Steph 36 minutes. Cause nobody can score deal. Like y'all figure this out. And in the long run, I do think it'll help them. But like, Hey, Chris, Chris had to make some shots tonight. Cause nobody else had it going. My only concern moving forward is the only real other offensive creator reliable is Chris Paul. So We'll see what we'll, well see how that works out. I mean, their wings got it. They up. just are getting nothing. What was interesting about post game with Chris Paul was like, I don't know how long this is going to last. When you ask him about coming off the bench, <laughs> I think he meant more like what like, his yeah. rhythm would be than like I don't know how long I'll be coming off the bench. I don't know. Maybe you oh, read it differently. Oh, I, I totally read it differently. I thought he was saying like. Uh, I'll say this. He wasn't like, man, I'm really loving my new role. It's he certainly didn't do that. Yet. But he's like, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. It sounded like he was saying, I don't know how long we're going to do this, but you do feel like there's a part of it that's going to be, all right, all right, eventually we're going to need to play our best five, and our best five includes Well, Chris Well, that Paul. is, I mean, he's closing, but it is funny. I'm sure he's... I don't know. Again, I haven't talked to him about this, but you know, part of his explanation the first night in Houston when asking about, um, you know, why he accepted coming off the bench was like, you know, I guess this is the best five-man unit last year. I've been told, you know, and then it's like it's not right now. This might be their worst 
you know, lineup right now. And, I mean, again, I don't think that means they need to, to make a change, but, you know, how, I mean, I guess Kerr is operating in the correct way of, like, you're not going to, like, not give Wiggins as much opportunity and leeway as possible, but, I, you know, he's, he's going to Gary Payton a lot more. Again, Wiggins has not played 30 minutes all season. And you know nobody else on the Warriors has scored 20 points in a game besides Steph. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just – it's insane. You you figure at some point it's going to come, right? Like, Wiggins is going to – he's going to have that big Actually, game. Actually, Sarge. Sarge like, in Oklahoma right. City, I think. Has Sarge hit 20. Yeah, Sarge did hit 20. Uh, I, was, I was just thinking about the starters, like Clay. Yeah, wait, I mean, we're talking about Wiggins. I mean, it's just like – it's quiet every single night. He's gonna. He at some point it's gonna come. I think the bigger issue is defensively. He has just not been good, and that's a problem. Like Steph was their best perimeter defender tonight, outside of like GP, and I thought Kaminga was great coming off the bench. But for starter, like they were trying to take him and they couldn't take him. I mean, they all give up those open threes, but I get it. Like it's Killian Hayes, you, you let him shoot it, but. Like, Wiggins is – he's not really good defensively. I don't think Looney's been great defensively. I don't think Clay's been great defensively. But I do think part of it is they're just like, all right, this dude is not good. We know the scout report. We're going to give him that shot, and they're making those shots. But to me, if Wiggins defends and rebounds, like which uh, – I didn't watch the Cleveland game because that was at my daughter's play. But the Oklahoma City game, they were crashing the boards. Like, he was really active on the boards. He was great on the boards. To start the fourth, he just had this, like, little spurt to start the fourth. And Kerr was, like, super pumped on the sideline. Um, but it's it wasn't, like, a full game type thing. Um, I mean, he's trying. Like, I don't know. He's just trying to find it right now. Uh, I mean, he, it, he he should get that great spirit. I mean, Clay, Clay sure. has had done this for, like, many a times before. Steph has started code. It's just weird to watch Wiggins mostly because he's just such a phenomenal athlete and just a uh, a guy who can just run all day. But he's just out there looking cooked. <laughs> like, missing shots is different than looking cooked. I don't think he's cooked, but he just looks cooked. And it's just weird to see Wiggins looking cooked like this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. In a lot of ways, like, there's a lot of stuff not necessarily going right, but they're 6-2, and two, they're 5-1 and one on the road. I mean, as somebody who's on this trip, which feels like an eight-gamer, right, because they had one dotted in the middle at home, like, I can understand exhaustion, and they're an older team. They're playing their guys every night. They are limiting the minutes, which is, you know, I think Curry's been pretty diligent about that. Um, so I just think the way they're closing game is encouraging. The way Chris Paul has fit in is encouraging. The way Steph Curry's shooting it, he just became the first player ever to hit at least four threes in eight, you know, the first eight games of the season. He just looks great right now. Um, so it's your, it's your older Hall of Fame point guards and then your deeper bench, right? The, the depth of this team feels strong. You know, the way Gary Payton's playing, uh, the way Moses Moody looked. I thought Moody had some nice moments tonight. Uh, victimized Wiseman. A couple hey, times Moody came in. Moody came in ahead of Kaminga the second time. Yeah. Um, how about when he ripped good. that rebound from Wiseman? That was uh, first. He soared over him and then took yeah. it from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you what? What? Are, what? Are, what percentage you put in Steph's explosion on the fact that he saw Wiseman come in and he was like, "I'm not losing to a team with Wiseman on." They were definitely running like high screens at him. <laughs> it was like Wiseman came in, stuff so was like, "All right, let's go." He was like minus ten in a minute. Was he over. was. He ended up stabilizing, but uh, he only ends minus six in ten minutes. Let's give him some credit. Marcus Sasser minus eighteen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean. I think a lot of positive in the first eight. I think some of their vets need to figure it out, need to get in rhythm. But even you know, even the way the rookies are looking, um, it's about as positive as you can get with a monster stretch of like pretty much primarily home games coming up. I mean, the only the only real concern is if guys who have a track record don't get it back. Otherwise, if you just presume, I mean, obviously injuries, but if you just presume that eventually players will get to their, you know, baseline, then this is probably a really encouraging sign because, I mean, we just, I know they, they're tired of talking about last year, but we just saw it. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, they were going on the road and losing games they had control of at the end. <laughs> right? Like, it was like they're up five with two minutes left and not finishing those games. So it's like, I mean, if to me, if they were like, you know, four and four at this point, it would be like, ah, oh, that's cool. They ha- they aren't playing well. So for a team that's not playing well, you get it. Uh, if you're starting six and two and you're not playing well, then it's like, all right, assuming eventually some players start coming to life some players find their rhythms and they should be pretty formidable because they, they've been, I know people are saying they haven't been good. They haven't been good the last few games, but they were, they were pretty good to start the season. Like they weren't good in the first game, but that first stretch on the road, that, they that were first good. three game, the three game road good. trip where they went Sacramento, Houston, New Orleans, that was three straight, very good games. Yeah, they, they were good. Um, so they've had stretches where they looked really good. But it just bodes well. I mean, you imagine Chris Paul is not going to shoot five percent for the whole season. You think Wiggins will get it together? Clay's going to at some point just go off. And Draymond will be like him better today. Yeah, and Draymond looks pretty good. If he if he if he's getting you 
close to 10 points. If he's averaging double figures this year, like that's... He said he doesn't feel quite himself. He said he doesn't feel quite himself defensively yet. He thinks that's a conditioning thing. It does feel like he's trying to take charges a little bit more than usual, right? Like Chet Holmgren in the OKC game. He's just like... You know, where that was I just a charge, feel, by the way. I just feel like, you know, if it's midseason or playoff, Draymond, like he's going after a steal, he's going after a stop, he's chest to chest. I just, I feel like because he doesn't feel necessarily like himself, you know, physically, uh, he's doing bailout type stuff. But I mean, still, whatever. Um, anything else about this team? Is there a. a, a at what point do you think Steve alters the lineup, the starting lineup? I think I I don't see that coming anytime soon, partly because they're winning. Um, and he said it tonight. Like, it's a small sample size. They played five games together. Um, and meanwhile, you know, you have a an entire season last year. You have that playoff run and uh, the title run uh, a couple years ago where they were the best five-man unit. Uh, in basketball, it, to me, it isn't about the combinations. It's about the individual players. Um, it's just like Andrew Wiggins needs to play better. If Andrew Wiggins plays better, there that lineup's better. Yeah, but some other guys are playing better. Though. I mean, what do you like? Start Gary but, Payton? Are you saying? Yeah, I don't think I don't. I just don't think you start Gary Payton. But I mean, GP two is playing better. The one, the one thing, I mean, we remember this with Wiggins in the playoffs. He's never come off the bench in his career. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about trying to help him find it. I'm not sure putting him in a bench role is going to help him find it. And the one thing that I would agree Chris with, Paul enters the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing I would agree with Wiggins or with Steve on is uh, they, they can't just go away from Wiggins. Like, they need... He needs to be at a, you know, ninety percent of him of the playoff version, you know, and I'm talking down the line for them to actually be a legit contender. So, got to do whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I just wonder how patient they can be if they're just getting cooked. If this opening lineup is getting, you know, blown up in first quarters by bad teams, like I, I guess we'll find out against Denver because knowing them, they'll come out and play great against Denver. Somebody in the chat asked if I was climbing stairs because I sounded out of breath. The answer was actually yes. I had to climb stairs to get to the media seats, and then I had to climb down because the arena workers are, like, undoing the uh, – it was just getting super loud out there. So. Someone also said, uh, Mark B asked, how much how much weed do I smoke? Wow. That they could, Mark B said he couldn't see TK blazing. He's not sure about you. Well, and I'm just curious about – why, why, why? Mark B had to pick on the black dude as the smoker. Come on, man! Wow. TK TK Blaze is twenty twenty three, right? You think TK Blaze later? I can see TK with a blunt. I'm, I'm not. I cannot believe this is the is the segment. <laughs> I wish he was on so we could confirm. We could, we could see if TK smokes. Well, we're gonna do a Warriors plus minus a little later in the week. Probably, you know, that Denver game is interesting. Wednesday, no Jamal Murray. He's got a hamstring injury. It is like schedule wise, even before the season, you could circle that and go, that's a blowout loss, right? You know, on this like oh, yeah. back end of this like gauntlet on the road at Denver. So it'll, you know, it's going to be tough for them to get up for it, but no Jamal Murray. Um, I mean, that, this has been like the season, though, right? They keep missing a player here and there. Uh, but to me, that, that almost works against them because 
there is a feeling that they kind of let their guard down a little bit when it's not. I mean, we saw them against the Kings with no De'Aaron Fox. And, you know, uh, tonight Detroit had five rotation players out. And especially, like, I think Jalen Duran and uh, who's the other one I'm missing? Uh, Alec Burks and Monte Morris. Like, Bogdanovich. Oh, Bogdan. yeah. Like, those are, those, yeah, those, that's the one I was really thinking of. Duran and Bogdanovich. Those are, like, players who would be a problem for them. Like, they got to bring their A game. I don't think they expected Killian Hayes to go off. I don't think they expected uh I don't even know my guy's name who was on fire uh Umade or something like that. Uh yeah, he was he yeah. was playing well. Bro, he was cooking, yeah. And obviously that Thompson kid is nice cuz that's how we are, man. Us Thompsons from Oakland are just we're just ballers. That's how he we roll. He he looked really good. But, Draymond, Draymond was glowing about him post game. Um No, nah, he's good. All right. I, I just wonder if they chill out if they I, I feel like they'll play better when everybody's there. So let's see if they step it up without uh, without uh, Jamal Murray. Who starts a point for them then? Uh, Is it Reggie Jackson? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess you could put Christian Braun in there. Like, everything would be running through Jokic probably anyway. So, um, I don't know. They could probably – Reggie Jackson probably starts. I wonder who closes. Well, they're playing tonight, and they're up 14 on the Pelicans. Who started in point guard? 15. I'm about to look it up now. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson starts at point guard. Who's leading? And he's played 24 minutes. Who's leading the bench in minutes? Uh, my guy, Peyton Watson, uh, who I think is going to be instrumental this year. Instrumental? Uh, ooh. Uh, my, correction. Uh, who? Uh, Julian Strother has 21 and 19 minutes off the bench. Eight for 13. He's five for nine from three. Came out of nowhere. I didn't even see that. Interesting. Way at the bottom. All right. Yeah, interesting. Uh, before you go, uh, it's been noticed that you're declining to, to give your status on whether or not TK smokes. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like I don't. I mean, it would be. Here. I'm a journalist that doesn't like to speculate. It would be speculation. I don't know. Man, speculation is fun. I don't know. Uh, I don't um, know if TK smokes. Why music, don't we? Well, he's gonna we hear can, this and be like, "What are you talking about, Marcus?" <laughs> well, you can you can uh, confront him on the Warriors plus minus. Well, maybe we'll do after the Nuggets game since it should be a good game. Yeah, it should be. How about that? I don't know. I just didn't like the fact that it was assumed that I'm the smoker because I'm the black dude from East Oakland. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. So Somebody, you just started to demanding that, that we yeah. say other people are? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I deflected it to someone else. I feel you feel me. Well then. All right. We will talk to you later in the week. <laughs> All right, deuces. <laughs>